There we go. Look at this. Right. We'll let people join as they come in. If they do come in, uh, I'll post it in the Facebook group. But as always, as part of our new process, um, we are going to be starting off with obviously the scale weight round table. Um, I put roller coaster th- thrills and sprills and the unsmiler. I cannot talk to them. No idea why I'm doing a live call. Um, so as always, Go into the chat box, share three wins for the week and one lesson. So in the chat box, even if you're walking around doing stuff, whatever, in the chat box, three wins for the week and one lesson. Just type them in. We'll go two minutes on this, let other people join and get the game rolling. Does that have to be fitness related or could it be anything? Could be a combination. Ideally, I'd like something fitness related, obviously, but um, anything, anything goes. Are we just writing these down ourselves? Sorry, yeah. missed that. Uh, you could chat in chat box for me. Right, got you. Okay. What are we doing? We're doing three wins. And one lesson, if you want to do that straight away whilst you're there. Three wins and one lesson. From the week. From the week, yes. No lesson. Oh, no lesson. Concentration. Concentration is out here. So we'll start off. We'll start talking through them. So Raj has been hitting macros. Um, deadlift weight left. Deadlift weight lift went up, which is good. Um, scale weight loss even after thinking that our scales were broken. So that's probably a really apt time to get this message on this lesson. Um, Kat getting back on it, didn't put loads of weight on time off, offloaded stress, no lesson. Um, Kat had a lot of time off for studying um, and lots of high pressure work. So good, good opportunity to kind of reset. Kaylee wins up on activity. Um, Nutrition sent on track, bike rides for nursery run, which is good when it's consistent. Um, Leg session, then cycling a toddler to nursery is not a good combo. Uh, Jazz completing all cardio already for the week, doing the first run in a while, sticking to plan. I'm not letting people distract me from my goals. Personal best on main lifts in workouts, noticing my physique coming into shape, hitting up and above my step count. Um, Emma's was not getting a hangover, hungover takeaway yesterday, which is mm-hmm. always a hard, uh, hard task. Having mm-hmm. an honest conversation with myself about needing a break on certain things. Um, which we had earlier today, which was a really good chat. Feeling confident at a wedding and lesson is known that it's okay. So when you're struggling and also when to push back and or pull back as well as push forward, I think it's possibly a slightly better way of saying needing a break, but similar things. Jazz <laughs> um, saying no to people. Yes. And uh, lesson is that meal prep works as well. Cool. There's definitely more people said there's coming to this letdowns. But anyway, cool. Good lessons. Good wins. Like getting those in. It's always good. So let's play a game. Guys, get yourself off mute if you are actively watching. I would obviously prefer your camera on. Kirsty, I know you're in the gym training. Um, but if you can play along to this, that would be very helpful. That is the point of a round table. I don't care if you're doing other stuff and you're shouting in the background. Yeah. Um, but just either use a chat box or talk over or whatever. So we're going to play a game. All right. And we're going to do this a couple of times. This here, let's call her Susan. Um, how much do we okay. think Susan weighs off off? 
off a random guess, mm. how much do we think Susan weighs? 95 kilos. Okay. Kind of be... so I cats... don't really understand kilos. <laughs> you can go stone. Say stone. 12, 12 stone. Okay. Just try and remember what you're saying, obviously, so we know, because I'm, I'm not talking about these. So Susan, we've 75 got... 75 kilos. 90 kilos, 75 kilos. 90 12 stone. 12 stone. It says 90. 90. Okay. 70. Right. 70. So we're mostly in a similar position where we've said 70 and 90-ish. I think your 12 stone's around the 75 kilo mark as well. Okay. Yeah. What about Beryl here? What do we reckon she weighs? I'm coming up with random names, by the way. I hope, <laughs> hope you like them. About 70, I'd say. So you reckon she's about 20 kilos down? The same. 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 I'm going to say she weighs the same as the other lady. Yeah, I think 12 stone. Yeah. So we all reckon the same. What about this one? Mm. So so you've gone 90, 70, 80, Harry. I remember that. And what, what else? What does everyone else think? I think they're all the same. same. Yeah, I have no idea. They're different shapes and heights, but they're probably the same weight. You reckon they're the same size? Okay. It's tricking us. Same same as this one? Mm -hmm. I thought I was Beth for a second there, Travis. Wow. (laughs) You will come through this screen and end your life within a foot. Oh, you cheeky little (laughs) shit. Anyway. Next. And then I think this is our last one. Oh, so are we kind of getting, we've probably started to play the game here, right? Mm-hmm. All 70, is it? Cool. And then the last one here, who's long and slim and long-limbed, right? A giant. All these women weigh 70 kilos. Bruh. Wow. One of them's four foot nine. One of them's five foot seven, five foot five and a half, five foot eight, five foot five, six foot is one. Is she really four foot nine? Well... I mean, I'm going to be honest, mate. I got it off Google. I didn't go around and ask <laughs> their height. So, uh, if I, I'll ask the person that posted it on Google, and I'll find out for you. But Diane, I didn't remember the names, but Diane, thirty-six years old, is apparently four foot nine <laughs> kilos. So what I've done here already, here. immediately, is show you that scale weight isn't everything. All right, and I know we know that. I know that we know that. Everyone, none of you in this group here are stupid. You all know that the scale weight is not the be-all and end-all. But I just want you to look at this representation. If we saw these people in a street and we weren't playing this game, if you looked at them, you'd all think they're different weights, right? Yeah. That's the first lesson here. So what is scale weight? What does scale weight mean? So, again, this is open. Ideally, you can talk on this, not chat, because it's recorded, obviously, for the others to watch it back. What is scale weight? What does it mean? It's just your overall body weight, which includes everything, like, you know, water, muscle mass, body fat. So, that it's your overall body mass, basically. Okay. Anyone else? Um, what do you think? Isn't it just like... The effect gravity is having on your side, right? James, yeah, that, I couldn't even think what the has... word was. It is that. That's what I was trying to think of as well. What's that? Is it how gravity or something? So it's basically your relationship with gravity, isn't it? It's yeah. The, it's, it's the opposite effect or the effect that gravity has on you in relation to the floor. So 
Good facts. I, I, <laughs> funnily enough, I'm the same weight as all these lovely ladies here. From Beth to Diane to... <laughs> I am that same weight. So it is only a, a representation of of how heavy we are. So <laughs> what does it mean? What does it mean to us? What does it mean to you? Who who struggles with scale weight or perception of scale weight? Mm, yeah. yeah. But when we look at it, and this is not to trip anyone up and call anyone like ridiculous because I think we've probably all been through it. But now when we're looking at this and we go back to that picture, it's almost ridiculous to even think about and worry about scale weight as a number, right? Mm. Yeah. 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 I have to be honest. I probably struggled with it more before I was a coach. Mm. I can now see the difference because I've clients that weigh the same as me, but we all look different. Mm. So it's like as a number, Scale weight is nothing. I think. Mm-hmm. How does it affect us? So that's genuine. How does scale weight make us feel? How does it affect us physically, mentally, socially, financially? How does scale weight make us? How does it affect us? It can be your. It can be the biggest motivator, but also your biggest downfall at the same time. If you don't have the right mindset behind the scale weight, and like I know, as you said, everyone knows this, but no matter what anyone tells you, no matter how big, like good your knowledge is on it, it still does affect you in some way, even though you know that there are certain factors that can make it go up or down. Yeah. Anyone else? Who else struggles? What else does other people think? I think it's just ingrained ingrained into my mindset from, you know, bloody 30 years plus, just because of the way that I've grown up. Mm. So that's probably why it affects some people because it's been pushed at us um in a different way without all that knowledge that we've got now yeah it's it's been something that has been ingrained through media and now probably less so through social media it's probably more about the perfect image that is in effect now in social media but it's definitely something that goes back and i think our influences and the people that we maybe would have looked up to or had education from when we were younger like most of us same we're all the same age but that the generation of people in here if you all go and talk to your parents they will have all worried about their scale weight whether mums or dads or nans or granddads or whatever they would have all had that that representation how does scale weight affect you physically then physically not mentally um well you know if it's too high for what your body should be then it can cause health problems yeah, because put put a BMI up. Anything I'm up? not a fast runner when I'm heavier. Yeah, so it weigh you down, slow you down. Mm. Makes life a bit harder, right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. So being heavier over the no- over your norm would make life a bit harder, probably. Yeah. Let's look at bodybuilders, right? You see bodybuilders, Generation Iron. All those films, all those things, they can barely wipe their ass because their arms are too big. Right? Need extensions, need two pairs of handcuffs. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it does have an effect on us, the scale weight, but is it the scale weight number that's making those things happen? Or is it the size of the person? Two. 
size of the person. Size of the person, right? It's not a number that's making them bigger. What do we do daily? What do we do weekly? What do we do monthly? What do we do hourly? That affects the scale weight. Eat and drink and exercise. Like what? Go go further than that. What what could we eat that could make a difference to scales? Well, everything, because when we eat food, we store energy and food also waste, you know, has a mass. So that can affect the scale weight because if you, I don't know, if you held it, you know, if you drank 500 milliliters of water, you'll go up on the scale by 0.5 kilos because that's the equivalent to the metric of. Yeah. Okay. So what about different types of food? Do they all, does all food affect our scale weight the same? Uh, No, because different foods have different macronutrients which store different amounts of water in, which can affect the scales based on what you eat. So if you have a load of carbs, you're going to store more water because carbs store water. That will make your scale weight go up more than if you, you know, ate the same amount of food, but in protein. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So someone other than Harry. (laughs) Well, if, if we have carbohydrates, one gram of carbohydrate, how much water does our body hold? Does anyone know? Or, or Danielle, don't take me either. All right. Because you should know. I do know. Um, 100 mil, I don't know. Uh, think weight. So uh, 100 grams. Have... Anyone else got a guess? I probably mentioned it before. Well, I've uh, definitely mentioned it before, but... I can't remember the ratio four to one. Yeah, well, bingo, sort of ish bingo ish it's three people it's three to five so i always use the example of four but yeah it's so for every one gram of carbohydrate you eat your body will need to store roughly three to five grams of water i know we don't measure water out but that's the way so give you an example if you eat 200 grams of carbohydrates you're going to gain a kilo of scale weight in mass taken into the body so then obviously other things happen and we will burn more or we'll sleep off long, like for longer and we'll break it down or we'll go and have a massive Tom tit. Like, but the scale weight that we take in, if we have 200 grams of carbs, we're going to gain one kilo. If we have a hundred, 500 and so on. So like for me, for example, I had a carb load day. I had 350 grams of carbohydrates today. That means that on the scale, I'm expecting to go up probably about a kilo. But then we've got other impacts at play. So what else in terms of things that we take into our body would affect our scale weight? So we've had water, we've had different types of foods and carbohydrates. What about anything else? Stress? Oh, no. Is it what you have? Uh, We'll come back to that. But yeah, stress is a good one. But not what about what about intake? What do we have that affects us? Alcohol. Mm-hmm. How does alcohol affect our scale weight? It dries you out. So it dehydrates you, right? Well, yeah, so it dehydrates you, but the scale so, will go. So big sesh on a Friday night. What happens to your scale weight Saturday morning? Mine goes like right down. It's a real joy. What? Got to stop drinking. Yeah, Harry, you're about <laughs> to bait yourself out. Everyone dehydrates after alcohol unless they eat a fat kebab alongside it. Oh, it's the kebabs, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> but then what happens on the Sunday if your session has been on the Friday? Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. 
your body retains all the water that you've just put back in on Sunday because it was dehydrated on Saturday and it's trying to replenish those stores because it's worried about where the next source is coming from. Like where's the next source of water? So you go out on a Friday, you get beard up with the boys, and you get up the next morning and you're shredded. And then <laughs> shredded. Sunday, Sunday, after doing everything you need to do on the Saturday and your cardio and your training and you replenish and you're back to going up and you're like, hold on a minute. What's happened here? So that's another intake. But there's one more that I'm looking for. So we've got carbohydrates particularly. We've got alcohol. I'm looking for one more. Salt? Bingo. Salt. Ah, yes. What does our body, what is salt to us? What does it do for us? What Do we know what where it for, like what category it comes under for us? And don't say flavour. Is it something to do with like the electrolytes and stuff in your body? Correct. Yes. So when, you, we, yeah. so when we put in salt into our body, it or sodium particularly is what comes under electrolytes, and they are slightly different. And if you want complete transparency, I could not sit here, get my chemistry outfit on and talk you through the difference of si- uh, salt and sodium. Kat, if you want to speak yeah. up, if you know. NaCl. Um, but your body doesn't like having salt because it was, it's going to be a dehydration to your like organs and stuff like that. So if our body's dehydrating or it, or it's worried of dehydration, what will it do? Store water. To protect you. Say again. Who, me? Yeah. Oh, it will, st- it will store water because if it yeah. thinks it's going to be dehydrated, then it will store as much water as it possibly can. Yeah, it certainly will. So when you've gone and have like a really salty food, your body will eventually store water. Now, something that you can do is have a constant in income intake of salt and your body will regulate that because it will be the sodiums and it will get rid of the electrolytes that you store and almost take in the new stuff and we can repeat it, replenish it, get rid, get and so on. But if you don't often have it and then you have like huge amounts of salt just through having like, I don't know, fish and chips or something, then your body's going to store water. Stress as well, like Emma said, stress is going to affect scale weight. Are we seeing here already, like how many, we've been through this call for, I don't know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and how many different things can have such a knock-on effect to scale weight? Not, that don't necessarily involve just dieting or cutting calories. Did you realise how much this could affect? Time of, Kirsty said time of the month, yeah, great shout Time in a month that will that can cause bloating, it can cause water retention, <laughs> cause inflammation, and apparently kills Beth Sol. Um what else? Anything else that we do to affect scale weight? Don't think intake. Sometimes like um, oh, no, I, I'm thinking something else, sorry. Ignore. Okay. Exercise can. Exercise can. What did you say, Danielle? I said exercising, okay, not how, sleeping enough. That's what I was going to say. Okay, how could exercise affect scale weight? Um, particularly like inflammation and then not recovering properly. So, yeah. um, yeah, the inflammation side of it. Yeah. Okay. What about sleep? Because you said sleep as well. If you're not sleeping enough, so, how could that affect scale weight? That's going to have an effect in a couple of different ways. Your body's not processing and repairing properly overnight. And then also it has that 
it can impact your uh, ghrelin hormone. Is that the right one? Mm-hmm. Digestion. Leptin. So, yeah, well, that would affect your scale either, weight, though. Uh, yeah, okay. So your hunger hormones. Gonna... Okay, you are, you're going guess... up the right street, but the wrong hormones. So this, yeah. not to shut you off, because obviously, no, 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 but no. rather than thinking it out, it's going to affect your cortisol. That's it, yeah. So <clears> cortisol <throat> is our stress hormone that creates mm-hmm. fight or flight. But cortisol will also release salt and sodium to our organs, which will cause water retention. But it will also store those in our muscle sites so we're ready to run away or fight. If I come and stress you all out, your your pupils will dilate and you'll inflame and your digestion will stop working. If I just literally come into your house now and shouted boo and you didn't know I was there, you'd bet you'd <laughs> without knowing it, you'd all shit yourself. I wouldn't, mate. You get smacked up. It'd be <sighs> solid. But you would have to go into fight or flight mode to do that. And that would cause water retention and that would cause scale weight change. All right. So you can see how all of a sudden these things can be affected. It could be that you're worried about um, a meeting at work, like a one to one. It could be that you've got a friend you haven't seen. It could be that you've got a client that's not talking to you properly and has gone AWOL for two weeks and you're worrying. Like it could be anything like that that's going to have that knock on effect, as well as the food we take in, inflammation from training falling down the stairs, all those little things are going to have like a solid knock-on effect to scale weight. Can you see now why it's not always a representative, not only of those images, but it's also not always a representative of your progress each day? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm out of ten. Good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm nodding, sorry. Yeah. Nodding dogs. Nodded as good as... A... My mum used to say to me, a nod is as good as a wink to a blind horse. There you go. Don't really know what that means, but that's it. That shouldn't be there twice. I thought I deleted that. So how can we make sure that we don't let it beat us then? So if scale weight, we now know, doesn't dictate what we look like. And we now know, or have reconfirmed more importantly, that we don't necessarily only get representation of fat loss on the scale. How? What tips and tricks do we individually have that we can use to make sure that we don't let it let it get us down if the scale weight isn't going in the direction that we should wish. Because there's a lot of people out there as coaches that won't get you to do your scale weight regularly. And then you've got a coach that tells you to do it every day. So <clears throat> how do we make sure that that's not a negative in your life day to day? So one of the things I do is rather than fixating on what my weight is on a particular day, because I have a data point every day, it's looking at the trend over time. So rather than fixating on that one entry, it's actually over time. So Because I know every day I'm not going to meet all of my goals in all of those areas. But it's okay if the overall trend is coming down. Because if 80% of the time I'm doing those things, i.e. getting enough sleep, you know, and and balancing the right macros, I know over time it will it should trend down. Yeah. What else? Well... My way of doing it is that I actually don't understand kilograms at all. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand what the number is. Um, so if you use one metric, go to the other. Yeah. A lot of people so and just say never to. learn it. Like, don't teach me. Don't want to know. Yeah. A lot of people do that. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. do that. I'll say it out loud before anyone else speaks. Kirsty said that she like measurements and pictures. So that's almost avoiding the scale weight which we don't encourage now 
I'll let I'll let Beth deliver that message to you, Kirsty. But we weigh ourselves every day in this coaching group for a reason, just because we educate, which we'll come to. But um, what else? What else can we do to make sure it's not a negative? Um, so we're looking at overall trend, not learning the kilograms. What else can we do? Maybe use it for like as a lesson to like, what did I do the day before that has changed this? And then you can do mm. differently next time. So ed- using it as an education tool, not about weight, but using it to see all those little things that I just told you that affect scale weight, actually going back to the day before and looking across that and going, okay, my scale weight's gone up, but actually trying to understand. Now, Someone around here has helped you out massively by color coding it. So you can kind of already see where we're looking for those metrics. So if we're seeing lots of oranges and reds, that doesn't mean necessarily your adherence is bad if your nutrition has been good, but it could mean that those things are having a knock-on effect to your scale weight. Mm. Now, one thing I always tell people, no one's mentioned it, and it, it's close to like what Raj said, where I tell people to put in their weight daily but as soon as they put the weight in is to look at the average of that week. So if let's say my five days are 80 and then I put in 84 on the Saturday. So my average then goes up to 82. And then my Sunday is 85, but my average is still 82. We're trying to see that trend. We're trying to see it. And it's not the comparison of week to week. But for example, I told you earlier that I'd had loads of carbs over the last couple of days. So my scale weight will go up today from yesterday and it will go up tomorrow from today, which in turn means that my scale weight will go up and that will be a negative. But actually, my average trend will have come down from the week before. So that's what it's about. It's about looking for those things. And the average trend of each week is a bigger difference than what you put in daily. Because most of you will realise that you fluctuate daily anyway. <clears throat> most of you will realise that's happening and we're trying to learn it. Is there anything else that anyone would do to help them make sure that we don't let it beat us? I think I'm just trying to get, it's hard to change your mindset, but just looking at it as just information. It's like, like when you put your steps in or your how much water you've had or when you put your calories and your macros in, just looking at it like that, like, okay, I've done this many steps today. I weighed this much. I've got this much sleep. So just looking at it like a data entry, it's, it's hard to get it to that point, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, correct. Definitely. I think it's almost like, and it'd be similar to what Raj said, where it's like me- looking at multiple metrics. It's not just that one, or it's not just that one in isolation of that trend. Because like Kirsty said, pictures... And measurements alongside it can also tell a different story. Pictures for me are the biggest thing. And I'll say it here on this. What should we measure? What metric? Not enough people are looking for those wins. Like I know I do it and it probably gives some people the ick and some people won't like it. Like when I'm on it, I'll often post a selfie. Like, but the reason that selfie has been taken is because I'm looking for my wins. I'm I'm taking pictures because I'm actually comparing them. Whereas a lot of people just take a picture or don't take a picture or they feel a bit groggy or they feel a bit rubbish. So they don't want to take the picture, don't want to take their top off. So it's that hiding element. But actually that picture alongside that scale weight will tell me, well, is it actually going in the wrong direction or is it going in the right direction? And that's something that I try to encourage big time. 
Um, we've answered oh. this. So from here, and you can put this in the chat box or speak out loud, I've got two questions. Are we in a better place understanding how our scale weight will go up and down? I.e., do we understand more of what we need to do, whether that's data analysis, putting it into a different category, whatever? And what is the biggest thing that you've taken out of it? I think um, the with the spreadsheet as well, think from this i'll take um maybe i should start filling it in um like every day before bed because usually i'll give it like a few days but then considering the fact that you know sleep stress inflammation workouts can all affect the scale weight you're right looking at that that bar with all the color codes if your scale weight does go up one day you know if you put your your stress is really high with sleep that's been shite then you can be like right that's probably why my scale weight's gone up despite me sticking to my calories Vice versa, if your calories are, are too high and your sleep and stress are good, maybe it's just stored water or, you know. That's so e- That's exactly why it should be filled in daily, because otherwise you're looking back. And I and I don't like, I'm not going to pretend I'm perfect. Like my coach has a spreadsheet. It's a bit different to mine. I don't think it's just user friendly, just saying, but still. Um, but I'll, I'll not. I'll not fill it out for three days sometimes just through laziness because tra- I've tracked the data. I've got my fitness power. I've yeah. got. I've got my whoop data, I've got it and I don't fill it out. But then when it comes back to looking at it at the end of the week, I've got to ask questions rather than doing it. Like, I'm not going to pretend I'm perfect to doing it, but doing it every day tells you that data from yesterday. When I'm looking at your check-ins and I'm looking at your scale weight on Tuesday, I'm comparing that to Monday's box, Wednesday to Tuesday, Thursday. And that's what you guys can be doing to empower yourselves to understand you. So that you're not waiting for me to bury, like dig you out and go, no, it's happened because of ABC. But you've sat there for five days, four days worrying about it. You don't need to do that. Um, so that's a big thing. But doing it daily will definitely keep you up to date with what's going on with your body. And it also gives you an opportunity to not freak out about it because the chances are it will just change. Anyway, um Kaylee said, all understood. Thing is to remember to look at all the data and understand how it, your actions impact it. Yeah, because then you can make those actions work. Like, for example, like if you've got a food intolerance, that could cause inflammation. So it's, it's if can we work out what that food intolerance is that always causes your weight to go up? That's an example. Raj got a much better relationship with scale weight, but knowing all the factors, you still get a buzz when it goes down and still get a li- little disappointed when it goes up. But the difference is you know why it happened. So that little buzz to see it go down is not something that we should feel bad about. We should be, because if the scale weight is going down and our images are going in the right way, then we're in a really good place. But then if you get that little bit disappointed, it's about trying to go into analytical mode rather than emotion. So that's why the check-ins are really helpful because I'm looking at it with logic because I don't care if your scale weight goes up. So I can look at it with pure logic. But when we look at our own, it's all emotion first. So about applying that logical mindset um and then cat had to run anyone got anything to add i think what harry kind of covered what i find is sometimes helpful in like on the spreadsheet like and in the little comment bit at the end but like sometimes i'll I'll put things in like um whether i stretched or how i know you've got the sleep thing in anyway but like things like that could help if you are struggling to understand like why your scale weight went up or isn't like putting things in I'm like oh, okay i put, add a bit extra salt a few more carbs like it might help 
people still find that emotional reaction to it. Yeah, because you, I think it's it's almost telling a story with data, isn't it? Like that's what basically what companies do. They'll collect data, but then when they present it, it's presented as a story, and we're trying to do that. As, and it's always trying to remember the hows, the whats, the whys, the ifs, the buts, the maybes as well. Like especially when when you're on like a super super goal driven thing, and you're like time dependent, very short time ends then we probably do need to not obsess over it, but we need to be focused on it and be really trying to grill ourselves on why has it gone the wrong way? Because it is a real representative. Like it's not fake. I'm not like, I'm not using this to say, Oh, your scale weight's gone, but it doesn't matter. Like if your scale weight's going the wrong way, but you're looking better, then it could obviously be muscle mass, which is great. But usually for 90% of people, if the scale weight's going the wrong way in terms of your goals, then it's the wrong actions being taken. So it is about telling stories of what's going on to support you as well. Um, cool. I think that is it. Yeah. Hot seat next week at eight. Um, obviously the week after that, there is no live call, but don't you worry. I've looked after all you lovely people. There is still a webinar coming, of course. So that has been done. Um, I know it's not as exciting when my face isn't there, but I decided for five days, I should probably give my time back to Beth. Um, and I might not, and I might be <laughs> drunk. So who knows? um so that's hot seat next week as normal at eight and then a week off but like i say webinar in um which i'll tell you more about next week does anyone have any questions anything they'd like to add i won't be at the next week i'm getting a spray tan (laughs) you're so glamorous 